So Rasha explains why he choishech afayle shloishes yomim pusik chov bais. Says Rasha the first three days was choishech shel oifel, a thick darkness. Shaleirui ish es uchiv oison shloishes yomim. Three days it was so dark that you couldn't see each other. V'oid shloishes yomim achayim and another three days. Choishech michpel alze and even deeper darkness. What does it mean? The air was so thick with darkness that if you were sitting, you literally couldn't stand up. And if you were standing, you couldn't sit down. So the first three days, the darkness was only impacting the vision. The second day, the darkness was so intense that it impacted your mobility. Interesting question. What was the purpose of bringing in the Choyshech? Very interesting question. Some Rishonim asked the question. But Rashi asked the question by Choyshech. And Rashi says, we're ready after, my dear friend, eight makas. We are asking why the Egyptians didn't let the Eden go. And now Rashi is telling us a secret. Not only the Egyptians didn't let the Yidin go, but there were plenty of Yidin who after eight Makkas still didn't want to leave. And the Ibishter had decided if they don't want to leave, they will unfortunately perish. But he didn't want the Egyptians to look at the Yid and say, look at the Yid and see him suffer. There are multiple angles that I want to touch on this Rasha itself. First of all, there's the Yisoyed in this Rasha that for a Goy to see the suffering of a Yid is inherently wrong. Inherently wrong. This is the despicableness of the Natira Karta. I have to call them out because recently somebody showed me that they used one of my speeches to propagate their disgusting vision. Never from 1948, or for that matter, any time before, did the Rebbe's Chis Yogenelaini daven with this stupid language that they used at the Medina Zol He prayed that it should be a Elche place. 
he, play, he prayed that the place shouldn't contradict the Mahalach of the Torah. But the despicable concept that we should turn the area between Jordan and the Mediterranean into a mass grave of six million Yidin is absurd. Absurd. But this is their vision. Their vision is give Hamas the land, which of course means that six million Yidin will be murdered in the most horrific ways. These people are even more blind than our enemies in the Harvard School of Genocide. And sadly, it is despicable, it is disgusting, it has nothing to do with Yiddishkeit. It is as far from Yiddishkeit as anything has been, so much so that there's no doubt that had there been a Sanhedrin today, they would have been cast along with the Kittim and the Givoinim into an area that we would be completely cast out of Claudius' rule. It is so painful because to be able to stand there like that is to be so removed from Yiddishkeit, so removed from what it means to be a single heart, a single people. And I knew Rabbi Rachmin Yisrael Yitzhak Domp. I knew the roof of the Natira Kata. They have nothing to do with him. They have nothing to do, never mind, they have nothing to do with the Rebbe's Chisigalaini. They have nothing to do with the Natirikata, the Elohi Yidn of Natirikata. The Elohi Yidn of Natirikata couldn't sleep at night when the Yid was suffering. The Elohi Yidn of Natirikata would never walk into the same room with Ahmadinejab Yemach Shemoy, touch his hand. This is not, this is a group of despicable, disgusting human beings. Probably since Briyasu Oilam, there hasn't been such a disgusting people. Very sad. There's another Nikid I want to discuss here today. And this is a very, very sad reality. Rab Mishilim David Soloveitchik was the son of the Briskerov. He had a yeshiva in Yerushalayim, two Brisker yeshivas. One was run by his brother Rebeel, that nowadays is the big yeshiva run by Rabbi Avmshua, Rebeel's son. And then there's the uncle, Reb Mishilim David Soloveitchik. He brought down this madrash that Rasha brings down. But the interesting thing is that the Medrash writes a drop different than Rasha. The Medrash writes that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was boichen kloyos v'lav. HaKadosh Baruch Hu checked the depth of the heart of every Yid. And there, HaKadosh Baruch Hu found those that don't want to leave and those that do want to leave. Zot Mishilam if you were walking down the streets of Yerushalayim, everyone looked the same. Everyone was doing the call, Pesach getting ready. Everyone's putting the blood on the doors. Everyone is screaming, Nishlan, we want to go out of Mitzrayim. Everyone's doing the same. Externally, they all look the same. It's in the heart, some of them were Bechlal, not in the Indian. This takes me to something that a wonderful Yid I met once. His name is Reptovia Welts. He told me a very interesting thing. There's a concept called Ben HaChamishi. 
Ben Achamishi is a concept that the great Rebbe of Lubavitch of late used to constantly talk about. The Rebbe of Lubavitch used to talk about that aside the Nacht there are four children. Chochem, Rusha, Tam, Sha'ani Yadayelishu. And then the Rebbe would start crying about the fifth child. He said the fifth child is the child that unfortunately doesn't come to the Seder night altogether. Imagine the tears. You can imagine the Rebbe said that there's five cups. There's the four cups and then there's the cup of the Yui Novi. And we can imagine the father filling up the fifth cup, not with wine, but with tears for the child that unfortunately is not coming to the cider. The child has left and he's not coming in. And this was the, one of the Rebbe's big, big, big Yesoidus in Paisach. At Paisach we have the four children that we still thankfully have the opportunity to converse with. And then we have the fifth child that refuses to come and sit at the table. And the thought is that there's unfortunately also in a door achim something called the Ben Hashishi. The Ben Hashishi is the opposite. He sits with the Stramo and the Vasazokin and he even sings all the songs and says the whole Nisach. The father and mother are happy, you know. Cousin de Gasse looks good. Deep down they're broken, of course. But the Ike is of the Gazetasosgit. And he says this is the pandemic of Tovshi and Paidalit, of the Do Achim. The pandemic of the Do Achim is not the Chochim, not the Rusha, not the Tam, not the Sha'ani Yadayelish, not the Ben Achamishi, but the Ben Hashishi. There's a concept in Hasidus called Nuitz Soifoi Betchilusoi. In English, there's a similar concept. They call it what goes round, comes round. According to Rav Dovid Soloveitchik, Zaychet Tzadik V'Kudosh Lebruche, in the door of Mitzrayim, we also had the Ben Hashishi. The Ben Hashishi, in the door of Mitzrayim, did everything the same as everyone else. It's only HaKudosh Bochu that's Boichon Keloyus V'Live that could see who is and who is not. And this is a lifetime of work sometimes. A lifetime of work is to climb the ladder. If somebody finds himself inside, internally disenchanted, he finds himself disconnected. It's a lifetime of work to try to reconnect. And unfortunately, these people, they couldn't find a way to reconnect. Outside, they looked perfect. Inside, they were lost. And unfortunately, they were lost to us forever and ever as they were perished in the Shloshis Yimaya Faila. Let's continue further with this Rasha. Void. Shetofsi Yisrael Veruyes Kalayim. The Eden analyzed the houses of the Egyptians and they saw all their Kailim. Ekisha Yotzim Vahoy Sha'alim Vahoy Omrim Aimbi Edaini Klim Oimela Anira Isa Vibaischu Ebemukim Plainihi. How can you tell me you don't have it? I'm sure you know that the Egyptians, from the days of Alexander Moikten, 
all the way till the year 2000 onwards have constantly taken us to court. You know that. <coughs> for all that we borrowed from them and we didn't return. For all that we borrowed from them and didn't return. And we always answered the same thing. Calculate 210 years of forced work and ask if all the money in the world will ever pay up for 210 years of forced work. And by the way, you didn't just have forced work, you had forced work from Eden. Eden somehow are very productive citizens. And then find out if you ever cover the cost of that which you owe. Before we continue, Vata, I have two more thoughts to share. The clock is ticking and time is running out and I still didn't get a night, you know, Bo Hashem for Simchas. But um, I want to repeat a big yesoy that we did last year inside from the Beriskaruf. Whoever wants to listen to the Shia, we will try to um, remind the Ulam. But I will tell to you, Bekitza, the nicest piece, in my opinion, from the entire Beriskaruf on Tanakh, now that's a big statement, because there's no cipher in the last hundred years that excites me more than the Beriskaruf. And now I'm telling you from all the Beriskaruf, the nicest thought is in Pasha's boy. Where he told Zaveki, you saw it, that in Gulas Bovel, there was only Yemai Gulas. There was an original statement that we're going to be in Gulas for 70 years. That was the Yesoid um, of Gulas Bovel. Gulas Adam doesn't have Yemai Gulas. There's no amount of how many days we have to be in Gulas. But there is a Yoim Hakaitz. In Yismamei there's a date that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had written down in his calendar and he said when that day arrived and the Irish says if that day arrives that will be the day that I will take you out of Gulas this is in the Gulas that we are in and then says the Briskruv there was Gulas Mitzrayim that had both Gulas Mitzrayim had a date that HaKadosh Baruch Hu opened in his calendar this had a young geile. It also had a thing that Hakadosh Baruch said, and the brisk roof says, Burich Shaim after Chusay was because HaKadosh Baruch Hu calculated that the Yoim HaGulis are 400 and the Yoim HaGeile should end on exactly the same day. Then the brisk roof went a level deeper. He said, in Gulis Mitzrayim, there were two dinim. There was one din that you're going to be 400 years by Eretz Loilohem, and there was one thing that you're going to add 400 years of work. For being 400 years we can start counting from the Akaida, from, from Leidus Yitzchak. From when Yitzchak was born, we were children of an Avruam, Lohem. But the Avudim, we cannot count because we were not Avudim, only for 210 years in Mitzrayim. For that, for Avudim, the solution was Koishi Shivit. Koishi Shivit is in 210 years, we did the work of 400 years. So Nimtze, when the day of Yetzirah Mitzrayim came, three things had to happen exactly at the same moment. We had to have 400 years of Le'eretz Le'eluhem. We had to have, four, which we gained through Leidus Yitzchak, we needed to have 400 years 
of Avudim Ve'ini Oisam, which we gained through Koishi Yashibit, and we needed to reach the Yom Ge'ile, and it all matched exactly. Thank you so much, my dear friends. Tomorrow we will continue with Yata Dishmaya.